This is Hans Scheil from the Finishing Well podcast. On Finishing Well, we help you make godly choices about Medicare, long-term care, and your money. Your chosen Truth Network podcast is starting in just seconds. Enjoy it, share it, but most of all, thank you for listening and choosing the Truth Podcast Network. This is the Truth Network. Oh, don't make me get out the car. I'll come over there, old lady. Yeah, I see you in your Lexus rubbernecking, checking messages, texting for directions. These other drivers, they're all brain dead. I swear the traffic lights see me and they all change red. I thought, hey man, I'm just trying to drive. It feels more like I'm trying to stay alive. The only thing you're driving is driving me crazy. And I'm getting road rage. I'm just trying to merge. You better back off cause I'm on the verge. Welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. is a symptom of low oil. <laughs> I don't know if you ever thought about that, but I have decided that road rage is a symptom of low oil today on the Christian Car Guy. I have my friend Bob with us. Have you ever thought about that, Bob? Uh, I'm sure I'm fixing <laughs> to learn something. I always do. But I am fully aware of the road rage thing. Oh, yes, we are. So with the drama of the pandemic Man, world events, even gas prices, right? The pressure keeps mounting, and with it, road rage statistics are going through the roof, man. Hundreds of people are literally being murdered. It's it's really unbelievable, and you might even note that, that people are getting pulled off of planes. I understand that the percentage of people getting pulled off of planes because of rage is up over 500% since, since 2019. And as I said, as I've really considered this and thought about it, it is a lack of oil. It's almost like a low oil pressure light that's flashing worldwide. It's like, <laughs> we got low oil. We got low oil. So what's the solution? I bet you're wondering. I bet you're wondering, Bob. Are you wondering? I'm wondering. Okay. I've got some people I want to share this with. <laughs> so we could all try sleeping on rocks. We could try that and because that's what Jacob did. I mean, he really did. When he was fleeing for his very life from his brother, right? He was wanted to kill him because of the hairy arm trick. <laughs> and I mean, literally, he was fleeing for his life. He was low on oil. He really was. And so he, he ran like crazy, and he went to a place called Luz. At the, that point in time, it was called that. And you might remember he had this Jacob's Ladder experience, right? We're going to get into that. But when he woke up, he did something really unusual. And I don't know if you've ever thought about what he did when he woke up from seeing Jacob's ladder. But what he did was he took the rock that had been his pillow and he poured oil on it. Like what? Like why would he pour oil on a rock? 
Was mm. he anointing his rock? <laughs> well, yeah, obviously. But but th- I want you to just think about that for a minute. How many people, you know, if the if you ended up having to use a rock for a pillow, if you got up after you had an amazing dream, why would you pour oil on that rock? Well, I'm glad you asked that, and because that's what we're going to talk about on today's show. So as you heard, <laughs> I want you to just ponder it a while. I'm going to get to it in a minute. But why did he pour rock on, oil on that rock? And so you heard that, by the way, is a great group, your favorite Martian that was doing a Road Rage song, and it's a classic. I've used it many years on the Christian Car Guy show. And then Jackson Brown running on empty, right? And then there's a really neat YouTube channel. It's just called Christian Songs for Kids on YouTube, and that was them. And so, as you might imagine, uh, today's show is brought to you by Hebrew Letter. I know you're not shocked. And today's Hebrew Letter is what's called the final nun, okay? And so if you were to look at a final nun, if I could picture it in your mind, it looks like a nail. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Something to ponder there, but it's a very long, straight line, and it looks like, in fact, they call it a nail. And it has to do a lot with faith and a lot with seeds, Okay, and I know you're not going to be shocked to find out that it is the final letter in the word oil, which for the first time oil is mentioned in the Bible, is there when this rock gets gets anointed. Okay, that's the first time it gets mentioned, oil. And also, interestingly, the particular rock that, that Jacob put the oil on, it also ends in a final noon. Because that has so much to do with faith. See, something had happened that night right? Something maybe have happened to you, I hope it has in your life, where all of a sudden you had something you didn't have before. It's called faith. Like, I, okay, God is going to, he, he was scared to death, man. He was thinking this is, this is the big one. My brother's bigger and meaner and he can hunt like anything and he's coming after me and this isn't going to be good. <laughs> Some fearful moments, I'm sure. Right. Well, during the pandemic, we've all been running scared. We're running out of gas. We're running out of this. We're running out of that. And interestingly, what he got was a big old dose of faith. Like, I, man, if God can do this, like going up and down on this thing, and angels, and, and he's with me in this place, and he changed the name of the place from Luz, which is to remember, to the word Bethel, which means house of God. And he promised God some stuff right there. So, you know, one of the neat, neat things is if I actually read this to you, I think it's helpful, okay? And so he called the name of the place Bethel, but the name of the city had been called Luz at first. And Jacob vowed a vow saying, if God will be with me and he will keep me in this way, I will go and, and he will give me bread to eat and raiment to put on so that I can again go to my father's house in peace And then shall the Lord be my God. And this stone, which I have set for a pillar, shall be God's house. And of all that I shall get, I shall give thee surely 10%. Now, that's interesting, right? Because now he was worried about it even being alive. And now he's promising God he's going to anoint this rock, which, by the way, I promised I'd tell you, okay? In my opinion, here's why he put oil on the rock. He wanted to make it shiny. Because shiny things 
are more godly. Gold is more shiny than silver, okay? It just is. And when you anoint something, you make it shiny, which gets you the closest thing you can see to God. So when you see God's glory, it shines. And so he anoints the oil because he wants to make it shine. And so he gives you an anointing, Bob, so you can do what? Shine. Shine. Wow. And see the connection to oil and why we need that oil in our lamps because we got to shine all night long. And so while we're out there in the middle of being scared and terrified and all these other things, right, that's going on in your life, if we could have faith, God's going to get us. We're, we're not going to, we're not going to not be healed. We're not going to not be okay. If we can get to that point of faith, it's oil in our lamp. It's faith. Okay. And it shines. It's kind of like the toughest times in our lives where God picks us up and carries us. He's making us shine. Uh, and you have shined a light on that for me. <laughs> I wasn't quite sure where you were headed with this, but, uh, well, and the other thing that he did was he set up that pillar, which is a place of standing. It's something that you remember. And, and, and so, you know, and, and he promised God some stuff that he did. And by the way, he came back to Bethel and he anointed that pillar again at another time when he got in a really low place in his life after his kids killed all the people or, or you know, in that town that had messed with his daughter. You know, his brother, it, all those boys killed those. And he went back to Bethel. And he anointed that pillar again, and God talked to him again. Because, again, he got scared. And, again, he, he got a, a boost of faith, and he immediately turned around and gave God something back. Okay? Because that's part of the deal. It's if you want to get more, you have to give more. And so here, here's, here's what I'm thinking, that if we want to get more oil, we got to give more oil. I mean, it's just, it's the way that it works, right, Bob? You've experienced that in your life. Well, I've, I don't know if I have enough time in this segment, but in the next segment, I will get to that. And uh, it it's just, it's the cornerstone of my giving. Um, I learned so much about that. And uh, we, uh, well, I'll just tell you, when we, uh, we're getting serious about building at the church, um, Lori and I both agreed that we needed that facility um, tremendously and um, we increased our giving and just um, two weeks later a guy from the TV station showed up and said hey Bob you need a TV commercial well I laughed at the guy and uh, we found out that um, we could start out real light and everything and uh, thus we made a commercial And oh there's such a story behind that commercial you get to hear but while you're thinking about that, I do want you to call in and share. So what was your Bethel moment, all right? When did you realize and get some faith that, that you anointed a pillar? And how did you anoint that pillar? I'm very interested in your story, like Bob is going to talk about, or maybe how when you gave, you got 866-348-7884. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Oh, don't make me get out the car. I'll come over there, old lady. Uh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I see you in your Lexus rubberneck and checking messages, texting for directions. These other drivers, they're all brain dead. I swear the traffic lights see me and they all change red. I thought, hey man, I'm just trying to drive. It feels more like I'm trying to stay alive. The only thing you're driving is driving me crazy. And I'm getting road rage. I'm just trying. 
Ah, road rage is a symptom of low oil. It's a just gigantic flashing light for the whole world saying the world is low on oil, right? And that, and that, well, that is low on faith. I've got to play that song for a, a couple of individuals. And I used to be the road rageiest driver there was because I was always in a hurry. I had to be here. I had to be there. And, uh, you know, I've kind of dialed it back quite a bit. And, and I think I'll live longer and a, a much more stress-free way of driving. But I was pretty pumped up behind the wheel for years and years. Yeah, and it's an interesting thing, you know, if I really – and, and my kids would tell you, right, my dad's on the talk, wrote on the radio talking about road rage. He's like the king. <laughs> you know, uh, and, you know it's, it's something I've admitted for years. It's something I struggle with. And I guess that's why, you know, like you talk about, you know, you think it makes you disqualified, but it kind of makes you uniquely qualified there you <laughs> to go. talk about there the you thing. But, You've worn those shoes. You, you know I am most likely to have road rage on vacation. The time you're supposed to be relaxing. <laughs> right, but I'm out of my element. I'm I'm not I'm not getting the oil that I normally get on vacation, right? Because I, I don't spend as much time with the Lord. I don't do the things I normally do. I was just analyzing that right this minute and like, wow. Because when we really are with God and enjoying God, we, we shine, man. And, and, and so we want to figure out a way to, you know, take the, the problem out of the situation while we're driving rather than add to the problem of, of whatever people are doing or whatever. And, and so it's an interesting thing that this oil that, that we want to put a shine on. We want to put a shine on the world. But then there's this also this idea of this pillar of, of remembering and how it is that you anoint things and remember things. But when we, we left our hero, Bob, we were talking about we, we give in order to get to some extent. And, and it's not a matter of giving it in, in, in expecting a response that we're going to get. But it's just interesting to me if what we need is more oil, and we clearly do, we need more oil of faith, then we obviously have to give faith in order to get more faith and part of that way that we give faith is by the thing, you know, giving away our own substance, which is what Jacob did in this situation, right? Well, we were in the situation where, you know, the churches, we were voting and, and you know, trying to move toward figuring out if the church wanted to try it and everything. And so instead of just talking about it, we went ahead and increased our giving. Didn't know if we'd be able to do it for a really long time or not. Our business was still pretty fresh and... uh and uh, we just, you know, increased the giving. The guy showed up, uh, talked me into doing the TV commercial. We did the commercial. Uh, two months after the commercial started, for every dollar we were making before the commercial, two months later we were making a dollar and a half. A significant increase in our, you know, in, in our business, and, and things just kind of went crazy from there. But, um, you know, God showed me that, you know, I, we never gave. You know, we we didn't de-escalate our giving or anything. And, yeah, uh, and it's 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 really a cool thing when you when you look at the word oil, okay, which is what we're talking about here, is it's very much connected to fat. All right, and the way you get oil is you, to to a great extent is is from fat, and it's a similar substance as fat, right? And, and the idea is, how do you get fat? Well, you have more than you need. <laughs> 
right? Yes, sir. And so what, what Jacob is saying is you've, you're going to give me more than I need. And what the part that, that the extra part I'm going to use to bless you back is part of what the idea of, of giving back what it is, you know, he gave you more than you need. Otherwise we wouldn't be getting fat. And if you look at me, you'll know immediately that he's been getting more than he needs. <laughs> kind of like supper last night. I had a little more than I needed, but uh, it sure was tasty. And, and so what we need is faith clearly in these times. Right. I mean, there's there's a lot going on for everybody there. There's still, you know, their fat reserves are down from a standpoint of faith because, you know, they're worried about getting sick, worried about the price of gas, worried about this and worried about that. You, you know, all the, the trouble and unrest and, and it depletes our reserves. And as our reserves start to get down, then all of a sudden we start to get worried. It's just a natural thing. And so interestingly, Bob, this very weak I was like, man, we've been, a lot of folks been dipping into the Jesus Labor Love coffers here, you know, in the, over the last two months as, as things have gotten shorter. And I just did a quick study of that situation. And I went, oh my goodness, look, we had a, res, we had a good reserve in the Jesus Labor Love coming into 2022, but we have more than cut that in half. In other words, we don't have a half of what we had um, as a result of the, of, of a lot of people being under pressure. But what a neat thing. I thought, well, you know, I'm going to give my part. I'm going to have faith, and, and I'm just going to trust that God's going to bless that. But the other thing that, that we have had a lot of is people that actually need cars. And so, we, you know, we had that pastor call in last week from the uh, Greenville area that desperately needs a car for that lady in, in, in his area, and unfortunately we didn't hear anything. And I had another lady call me from actually Winston-Salem, that was in desperate need. Um, boy, her family's sick. She just lost a baby. I mean, it was it was enough to make you want to cry. But again, it, you know, if if we give of what we've got, Bob, you know, this is this is part of the deal. So I wanted to tell this story myself. It's not my story. It's it's David Parsons. It's a good friend of mine, and he was going to uh, go to this event that was Promise Keepers in Charlotte. And he had promised 200 men that, that he would get tickets to this Promise Keepers event. And somehow or another, that slipped his mind to get those tickets. And so the day of the event, they literally had a bus show up at the church for these 200 men to get on. And he had not shared with anybody that he did not have tickets. <laughs> so he left early thinking he could get down to the Coliseum where it was being held in Charlotte and get those tickets. Well, I know you're not going to be shocked to find out when he got down to the Coliseum, they didn't have a single ticket. It was sold out. And so this story of oil and tickets, when we come back, he, it was, it, it's one of the most amazing stories I've ever heard, and it definitely illustrates the fact. If we need faith, we need oil. Well, what are you going to do? We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Symptom of low oil. 
pressure and low oil, period. So, uh, you know, the idea is, interestingly, when Jacob got this dose of, dose of faith, he realized that he could, he had so that God would give him more than he needed and he was able to give because of what God had given him. And so, you know, if our faith was really there, you know, we would be able to give in, in, in so many different ways, even our faith, right? Because it's it's kind of, if you want more, you got to give more. I mean, it's, 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 it's an interesting thing. So anyway, when we left our hero, David Parsons, he was waiting at the Charlotte Coliseum. He'd gotten down there, and there were three busloads full of people headed down there that were expecting 200 tickets when he got there. And he and they were in route, buddy. And I mean, he's he's in a pickle, so he makes himself one of these signs. You can imagine, need tickets, <laughs> like a homeless guy. He's standing out there, need tickets, right? And, and so you know, he finally like he he's at looking at everybody as they come through. You know, need tickets, and somebody gives him two tickets. And so he finally, after standing there like thirty minutes, he's got two tickets. Only need 198 yeah, only more. 198 <laughs> short. And so, you know, it is about three minutes later, somebody comes up and he goes, I need tickets. And he goes, no, no, you don't understand. I need tickets. He goes, oh, man, I I, I brought these other people with it. He thought, well, shoot, <laughs> I'm never going to hurt me any. I'm going to give. So he gives the guy the two that he'd taken, right? Right. And now he's got none again. And so it isn't long. Another guy comes up, gives four Another guy gives six, eight, whatever he gets. And then somebody else shows up. I need four. <laughs> and he goes, well, I don't know. It seems to be working. So he gives out the four. And, uh, you know, and, you, and and this thing went on, right? This is for two hours. There were the hour and a half it took for the people to come from Winston to Charlotte. And and he said, I was given tickets and getting tickets. And I was given tickets and getting tickets. And and sure enough, when the, when the people showed up, he had all the tickets he needed. <laughs> <laughs> but I've never oh, forgotten that story, right? What an awesome amount of faith to just know that <laughs> this is going to be handled. Well, uh, I don't think he ever waited the last minute to get tickets again. But the point that I'm making is, or the point that God's making, I'm not making it. I mean, he made the point to me this morning. I actually had a completely different show in mind, and he put this story about Jacob and anointing this rock, which just really just, I was like, I was just sitting there like a good disciple, like, okay, God, why did he pour oil on this rock? I mean, that's a really strange thing because, you know, none of his forefathers poured oil on a rock. This is the first time we hear about this oil in the rock deal. And then the more I thought about it, I had been studying uh, imagery in the Bible lately and, and, and how certain metals like gold is more valuable as silver because it's closer, it's shinier. And, and, and you know, the, when we think of heavenly things, they are more translucent, they are more shiny and all that stuff. So here you have this rock. And so I want this rock to be a good rock. And think how, if you ever polished a rock, how, how pretty is a rock when you polish it? And so you're taking one of the heaviest things you can think of, and this rock has really blessed Jacob at this point in time because it was the rock that he had laid on and he made it that way. Now, the thing of it is, if you think about it, Bob, in those days, Jacob, couldn't pull out a piece of paper and write down, oh, today God visited me. <laughs> right. Or, or, or type it in on his iPad. He or you know, he didn't have a notes feature on his iPhone. So, you know, he was trying to make himself a note because he didn't, he knew that Satan loves to steal these moments from you. When mm. God showed up and did something spectacular, 
we need a memorial stone of some kind. And so Jacob is making a memory is what he's doing. It's a Kodak moment for Jacob. <laughs> he, he, selfie time. Huh? It's selfie time with the stone, man. It's like, you know, he's making that thing shiny and, and he's making promises to God and, and, and his life changes drastically. And it, this isn't the first time he's going to do this, by the way. He makes several of these pillars and he anoints them every time. And, and it's just part of what he's doing is taking his substance because oil in the day, I mean, that's, that was the expensive stuff. It was, I mean, that was, you know, the oil was what, you know, really made the stuff taste good. You know, the, the, so he's not pouring something that didn't cost him nothing. Right. He, he's pouring out the best he has on that stone to make himself a Kodak moment. And so <laughs> when we have these Bethel moments, right. When we realize God is in the house, <laughs> well, what, what what do you do when you said that you know it's the beginning of uh having a little faith and it's the beginning of many many things well uh our giving change and and the um the building of the family life center was directly um right in front of us being asked to work with the youth and that was the greatest blessing and i was telling somebody the other day it was rob's birthday and i was like what well, don't you think that god knew that this boy was going to pass years later and he got me prepared by giving me all these other kids he placed jeremy and sean in my life he placed all the kids in the youth group in my life because he knew that i was going to have a void coming and that i needed all these young people to fill that void and uh, Sean and Jeremy have been a blessing to us and uh, all the kids in the youth group and all the things we got to do together was definitely right. you, a you, huge you went blessing. in there thinking you were going to serve and, and they ended up serving you. There you go. You're giving out oil. You're getting way more back. You're giving tickets, but you're getting way more tickets back. <laughs> so we got Clay is in Durham, North Carolina. Clay, you're on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Well, hey, brother. God bless you. And it's wonderful to talk to you this morning. It's great to hear from you. What you got for us? Well, you know what? I'm so thankful that you shared the message that you did last Sunday because, uh, you know, I, it's to me. It, it, to me, this has been a, I guess you could say, a WW, a wonderful week. You know, people like Brother Bob and yourself and me, you know, say oil, but if you go farther south, like towards you know the Gulf, people say Earl down there. Earl. Um, you know, <laughs> I know the one, him. <laughs> like my wife. And so, you know, the one the one thing that I heard you talking about before, you know, I got to be able to talk to you now, um, is that you know talk about being shiny, and you know the Lord shines his light on us through through the sun uh, that, you know, brings the light onto oh, the yeah. earth. And I remember years ago, people, I heard somebody say, you know, if it were any closer, we'd be burning up. If it were any cooler, we'd be cooling off. I mean, farther away, we'd be cooling off. But the Lord shines his light where he needs to so we can get that. Um, you know, I... It's like I said, it's been a nice week, especially with the announcement yesterday. And I got to go see this movie. Um, I got to meet uh, a lady who is running for Congress, Miss Courtney Gilles, and uh, got to see the movie 10,000 Mules last night. And I, I, I tell you, the Lord shone his light 
like he shines it when he needs to, especially when you're polishing a rock or, you know, you're polishing a fern, uh, you know, polishing a chair or a bed to bring that shine because you're like, where in the jalapeno poppers did that shine go? So you're like, I've got to do something about this. So it's interesting to me that the Lord does this. He, you know, I, I'm again, I will say I'm so thankful to God the Father for Truth Radio because of the messages that the pastors bring on on the radio. You get to hear it. It's such a God-given blessing. You can only say, thank you, Jesus, but sometimes thank you is never enough. But, you know, um, I just look at it as when do we feel that we're getting low on oil is when we're getting the, 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 the disobedience comes in because we're getting, you know, say, hey, what what's going to happen next? And I remember hearing Pastor Charles Stanley preach on, you know, don't ever doubt or question what is going on. Ask God the Father what it is you can learn from what is going on with you. And right. I, I got to, I, I'll show you, I, I, I'll share with you real quick how the Lord shone his light yesterday before I went to this get-together. And I got to meet several other brothers and sisters in the Lord. I stopped by Sheets and got to meet Mr. Matthew. And he saw my, he saw this hat that uh, says, uh, has Jesus paid it all on it? And he looked at me and he said, I love your hat. That just made my day. And I, he, I said, the Lord appointed this moment for you and I to meet. And he looked at me and he smiled and he says, you know what? You're right. And I just gave thanks to that because it's just, you just never know when, when the Lord will create that shining moment for that to happen. So, uh, you know, I'm just thankful, um, you know, for you. I'm thankful for Brother Bob. I'm thankful for everybody else, um, you know, in Truth Radio. And I'm thankful for the moments that he creates to shine on us because that's what's most important. And it doesn't have to be polished. It can be you can just stand there and say, this is what needed to happen. And, oh, and thank you, he Clint. does it. All right, he buddy. That way, I brother. appreciate it. Well, we got Sarah, Linda, Anna, Ann after this. So we got lots of callers coming in, and we need your story. What was your moment? Thank you, Clay. Well, Clay got gone. But meanwhile, I want to hear your story. 866-348-7884. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Truth Network and truthnetwork.com. Oh, don't make me get out the car. I'll come over there, old lady. Uh, Ooh, ooh. Yeah, I see you in your Lexus rubberneck and checking messages, texting for directions. These other drivers, they're all brain dead. I swear the traffic lights see me and they all change red. I thought, hey, man, I'm just trying to drive. It feels more like I'm trying to stay alive. The only thing you're driving is driving me crazy. Road rage is a symptom of low oil, low oil. And so we were having a discussion during the break, Bob, that, that oil clearly, I mean, when you think about it, it's going to make you shine. And when you shine, Jesus shine. Even shine. Suntan oil will make you it, shine. It, it, it does. <laughs> and at your anointing, it makes you shine. So very exciting for me as we... Um, increase our faith. One of the things that have always increased my faith is my good friend, Sarah Linda, who's in Port Orchard, Washington. Usually she may be somewhere else today. <laughs> Hello, Sarah Linda. How are you? Hello. So, I'll bet you, I bet you have a shiny poem for us. I'm just guessing. Oh, I guess. Yes, indeed. I've been writing. It's all over the page. 
<laughs> see, but see, you, you had an advantage of Jacob. He, he didn't have a pencil or anything. <laughs> no. All he had was some oil and a rock. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. So tell us your poem. Yeah. Uh, uh, road rage is a symptom that your oil is low. So if you're not, if you've not received new anointing, take the rock that take the rock that's been your pillow, pour on oil, and you're appointing that you'll awake and full faith will flow. Oh, wow. Then Christ in you, the rock, will glow and shine through you so others know Christ is the answer so they too can go with joyous faith through trials here below. So shine, shine. Jesus, let Jesus shine. <laughs> You got to admit, Bob, that poem shines. That's a shiner. Like a diamond. That life shines like a diamond. That is so... Thank you for sharing that. That is awesome. I, what a gift you have. What a gift you have. And, and, you know, that is an anointing in itself, isn't it? You know, you really, it really shines the way you can make those words. And, and you pointed out something that really increased my faith. Like, he, he awoke to a different... You know, he went to sleep lying on a rock, man. I mean, that yeah. can't be fun. But he woke up in a whole different state of mind, didn't he? Yes, he did. Yes, yes. And that's what we, we all the whole body of Christ. And, and so, from your words as you're speaking, then I, I make the, uh, the, the, the song or poem, and uh, and it's wonderful. <laughs> oh, God, is it makes us all flow together. <laughs> oh, it is so beautiful. Sir Linda, thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can always, um, I, 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 I just love what you do and so glad you do it. And you keep up the good work, okay? Thank you. you and uh, as well for all of you, for you all. Thank, <laughs> thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, we got Anne is probably, I'm thinking, are you in Charlotte, Anne? I am. I'm in Huntersville. So <laughs> I think. Man, I woke up this morning and saw that you called me at nine o'clock last night and I thought, oh Did I? And Ann doesn't realize I go to bed like at eight thirty. Oh, <laughs> I'm a geezer. <laughs> but anyway, I'm so glad you oh, called because I actually felt oh I mean, man, maybe Ann needed me last night. So are you doing okay? Oh, I, I am, but it is amazing how you always manage to zero in on my recent faux pas <laughs> in your, uh, and this oil, I needed this oil a lot today. You know, it's, everything's been totally crazy in, in, in just in my life and people going through stuff and all that jazz. That's my excuse anyway. But also my dad was an Air Force World War II flyboy and he flew jets and he drove the same way and he was my role model for road rage <laughs> that's my excuse <laughs> i work at it with god's help honestly i do but uh you know i work at this church 7 miles from my home and i pray before i drive because i know i need to but the other day driving the 7 miles home um from the church where i work i was on the freeway and it was after rush hour but it was so the tra tra traffic was going pretty fast you know and i was going 65ish and uh behind me i happened to look in the rearview mirror and i see this way way back i see a white car barreling down on me 
you know, really for Oh, I know that feeling. Cra- the, it just takes, yeah. takes your peace right away. Like, oh, this is, yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. And you know that the crazies are out there even worse than me. Anyway, but the, uh, he was really fast. The driver looked, <laughs> looked mean, sort of like Ben Laden. And he came at full speed <laughs> at me. I mean, I, I am saying full speed, no stops at all. And I tap my brakes, shake my fist. Oh, really? He, really? He honks. He honks. I honk. Shake my so he, fist. He shakes his fist. I'm so he's like, he's like the song, like, old lady done. Did someone steal your Don't joy? Don't make me get over there. <laughs> I picture this. You, I was so mad. I was more mad than afraid, and he. But he, and then he came around to the side, an inch from my front door, and then and then he t- takes you know whirls in front of me. You know how it is, an inch from the front. Oh center, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm still honking and and shaking my fist, and so and he goes, and I didn't even shake or anything. I wasn't even afraid, but I suddenly realized, Anne. you could have died. <laughs> I mean, I That's unfortunately, died. you know. That, those are way up murders on uh, you know people are crazy yes, you know and and so included. the question is how do you diffuse that you know is I'm with you because I see those yeah. people they come up on me and, and so it's almost like here's here's what I'm hoping based on my show today I've tried to God's teaching me that I, I, he always gives me these for me I know because he gave me this show it was not what I was going to do this morning he was very clear he wanted me to talk about this. But I think it's for me that it's it's like, okay, Robbie, your low oil pressure light is flashing. You you feel yourself getting <laughs> aggravated? You're it's like you know, like it's just like And we just have to This is a warning light here. We have to remember our passenger beside of us. Jesus Christ is riding in the car with you. So when you're telling somebody they're number one, uh, yeah, remember the big guy's right here. Well, you know, every day I go out the door and I have a mazusa, you know, right here by my door. I put Do my hand. Really, on it. I did not know that. Yeah. How oh, cool yeah, is that? Yeah. And it is, and it's from Jerusalem. And I say, you know. You know, blessed be, hero Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of his glorious king. I mean, I, but I, I zero in on the Lord. But I'm telling you, it is getting to the point where, and I really try to be very aware of that, you know. And, but this, it, it, it's the sign of the times. It is. You know? It is. The, the whole is. world is the oil light is flashing and, and it, and exactly. it is really faint. Low oil. And when if you we get in that car, you're, on. When you yeah. get in that car, you're ready for battle, aren't you? Uh, the, yes, chan- you the challenge is, though, when you think about it, yeah. we can't give the other driver any oil. No, right? You're right. It's just so like the, the virgins that were beating on the window wanting the oil like because the bridegroom was coming. We can't give anybody else any more oil. We're just responsible yeah. for our oil. And if we get enough oil that we can share it so that we shine enough that people go, yeah, oh, yeah man. You know, it was like the yeah. other day, this trucker, I was in a really bad place. Uh, trying to get out and this truck just stopped and let me out and i was like man brother you are a good man you know i I, good feelings you know that was bearing good fruit right there like that guy really helped me out in a in a situation where no i was not going to get out for a long time and i needed to get out and so you know what apparently in order to give 
in order to get, we got to give oil. That's just how it works. I know. Here. That's such a good word. Yeah. Give me oil in my lamp, Lord. Keep it burning. Thank you. And I, sh- and I would be remiss if I didn't mention Jesus Labor Love. Put it on your prayer list. Go to ChristianCarGuy.com. You can see it there. If you got some extra oil, we could use some. <laughs> if you got a car <laughs> that you need to donate, oh, my goodness, do we need them. There's some people really hurting. Thank you for listening. Oh, remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. This is the Truth Network.